get the recording. Wonderful. Yes. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello. Not just Hello. Harley and Aaron, but you too. You listening right now. <laughs> Welcome wow, to Real Story. <laughs> Thank you. This is, the, this is the, I'm very proud of the intro section, Aaron, whenever I leave it. So. <laughs> Hello and welcome to uh, episode 11 of A Piece of Our Minds, a podcast about the creative process from the perspective of three amateurs uh, just going about their day. (laughs) 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 Just going about their day. Just going about our day. We look at pop culture stuff and base our information around that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also our own preferences and opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good time. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Uh, my name is Xander. Uh, I am the pseudo host, and I am joined by my two illustrious friends, uh, Harley and Aaron. Ooh, illustrious. Yeah, illustrious. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna start researching. Uh, we're gonna. Adjectives. We're gonna get <laughs> You're gonna like, have like a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have like we're, gonna be, we're gonna be twenty yeah. episodes in, and you're just gonna be like, uh, insert adjective here. Yeah. My. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like illustrious though. I illustrious is good, yeah, yeah. It's Harley yeah. and Aaron. Uh, yes, I am Harley, the amateur writer. Yes, and I am Aaron. And as I always say, I'm here for a good time. <laughs> I'm here for both of those things. <laughs> yeah, know. as you know, Harley and I are working on novels, uh, and Aaron is here. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, Aaron has been a help with uh, all the short film projects that we have been uh, discussing. Yes. Yeah, he's also here for moral support. Yes, and because he has good yes. ideas about film and yes. art yeah. in general. Uh, well, yeah. well, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate having you here, and I want the yeah. audience to understand that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, uh, so the topic that we're going to discuss today of course, is uh, character trees and different ways to develop characters uh, when you're doing your pre-work for uh, a project or a story or whatever. Before we get into that, uh, let's talk about what we did this week, as always. Yeah, let's let's go into that a little bit. Um, So what I did was I wrote, uh, so we've talked about it a little bit. We've been working on a bigger project that's going to be a new entry into the Fat Xander series, which is a running series of short films on our YouTube channel, Let Us Rock Productions. Uh, and we had a script and a plan laid out for a new one. And then we had to completely rework it uh, because of yeah. some things that came up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had I rewrote that script uh, this week. Uh, can we say what it's called? Uh, or should I we keep that? We I think we okay. can. I yeah. think we so, can say the title, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the title is Silhouette, A Fat Xander Story. Uh, and yes. it's going to be more of an action movie take on the Fat Xander world that we've been building with a, a focus on the producer and the interviewer who are played yep. by Harley and Aaron. And then I'm yes. going to direct and play a mystery character who I'm not going to reveal yet. Because uh, yeah. that's a surprise. That's um, <laughs> yeah. So I wrote the script for that. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but before I wrote the script for that, I did some more research into dialogue and everything. Uh, so I actually knew what I was doing more this time uh, instead of every other time <laughs> when I just wing it. Uh, so I found online uh, this way to develop characters uh, in what's called a character tree. Um, we're going to get more into that later, but it is a very helpful way for character development. 
Uh, and of course, uh, other stuff I did, I wrote for 10 minutes every day on my novel, No, no. One's Alone at the End of Time, uh, that talked about a lot. <laughs> and uh, you probably yeah. still don't understand anything that it's about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Carly nice. or Aaron, what did you guys do? Um, I, I guess I'll go next. So uh, I didn't watch a lot of movies this mm-hmm. week. Um, this week I was slacking on the movie department, but uh, the movies that I did watch, I watched Palm Springs. Yes, um, good. I, I, that was good. That was such an interesting take. Like, mm-hmm. uh, no, I genuinely liked it. Um, and then is I Palm started watching. Is, wait, is Palm Springs the uh, Andy Samberg movie? Yeah, it's the yeah, new yeah. Andy Samberg. Movie. It's on Hulu. It's like a Groundhog okay. Day like type movie. Yeah, it's that kind of. Okay. The time loop, like yeah, I remember you guys talking about that. It's very I good. Yeah. I finally, finally watched it, enjoyed it, um, and then I started watching a big movie franchise movie, uh, Indiana Jones. I only uh-huh. saw the first one, um, but it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that that's the best one. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing because like yeah. all the other ones are on Netflix, <laughs> and so it kind of discourages me from watching the rest of them. But I. I liked it. Like I'd mm-hmm. never really watched Indiana Jones. I'd seen clips, but mm-hmm. I, like sitting it down and watching it, I thought it was like very unique, and I liked mm-hmm. like how they did everything. So yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? I yeah, okay. I have. It's okay. been a long time. I was gonna say that's on Netflix now, and I was like, if that's something you haven't watched, you need yeah. to watch it. All three of them. Yeah, that's They're classic. all fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me interject quick. I forgot about the movie I watched uh, this week that wasn't a rom-com, which I was very proud of myself. Uh, yeah, I tried not watching rom-coms this week. I, I tried I to watch rom-coms this week. <laughs> it did not work out. Well, for, uh, first, I, watched, uh, I watched, re-watched Knives Out for the first time since I saw it in the theaters. And that was so fantastic. Good so good yeah this is the especially the beginning the first act of that movie uh where it's like focusing on like setting up uh the characters and the relationships and like all that and then like yeah like at the end of the first act when they introduce like what the twist of the movie's going for uh just that that act is amazing and the rest of it's good too but just i love that i also watched uh a movie called cabaret last night uh which have either of you heard of that movie I am not. Okay, it's a it's a musical from I think the seventies. Uh, it's about uh this cabaret, which is like a dance club house thing, uh in Nazi Germany. Uh, but they don't they don't talk a lot about Nazi Germany. It mostly focuses on like this dancer and like this kind of like uh stuck up kind of like more snobby uh, British guy and like their relationship. And it was very good. Uh, not a a romance, but not a rom com. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it plays with like themes of like uh sexuality and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Worth mm. worth a shot. And it's a musical, so you know I love nice. that. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I guess I'll go next. As you know, I've been very busy these last mm-hmm. two weeks because I recently started my job. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly I have done a lot more writing than I have in past weeks this week. And I was very proud of that fact. I got, I got quite a bit of writing done and I'm getting started into 
an interaction between Lane and his father. And it's going to be interesting because like I have said many times before, I don't really want people to like Lane at the beginning. I don't, I don't want them to like him, even though he's the protagonist and it's like, Oh, you should already like, you should like the protagonist right away. It's like, no, I don't want that. I showed his likable side already. Now I'm going to, with this interaction, I'm starting to bring out his, his uh, little darker sides and I'm really excited to see how it's going to go because it's going to be very interesting because his father is very kind, very loving and he lets just a little bit slip about uh, Lane and his mother and Lane is not going to take it well. (laughs) And so it's going to be very, it's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Family I don't. Yes. I don't remember if I went into depth about Lane's relationship with his mother mm-hmm. during the special. Of you did a bit. You did a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to make it short and sweet, Lane's mother was extremely abusive, mm-hmm. and she tried to kill him multiple times mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout his childhood, and so. Aaron's just got the biggest smile on his face right now. (laughs) Just the way like you address that she was very abusive. She's very (laughs) saying she's abusive is putting it lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And his Lane's father obviously like didn't know until like the very end. Mm. And so like he loved his wife completely and wholly. He was like the perfect husband. Uh, but now he realized that his wife was secretly a monster and tried to kill her son and tortured him. And so it's interesting, the dynamic between like what Lane knows and what his dad knows. Because like... That's some dramatic irony right there. Yeah, because like obviously yeah, Lane's father still loves his uh, Lane's mother, but Lane obviously... <laughs> despises his mother (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he hates the fact that uh lane's father still loves his mom Mm -hmm. because he doesn't know what everything that he did that she did and so it's going to be really interesting and i don't really know how i'm going to do it but i'm just getting into the interaction and i'm hoping i can make it good and other than that i haven't watched many movies lately i've done a lot of reading mm. that's about it well in that case so yeah yeah with all that stuff with the characters uh uber important uh to put yep. it like blatantly uh to do all that kind of stuff uh and just re- like of course we're amateurs uh we wing everything uh <laughs> yes just yeah by nature uh but what, what i really want to start doing is uh learning how to like actually do it because <laughs> that's what i want this podcast to do i want us to like evolve and like learn mm-hmm, yeah. about like what we yeah. what we're doing uh so i guess the first step in that is a good way to flesh out a three-dimensional character uh with like what their entire psychology is like how they're going to react to a situation different from someone else like a great way to do that is like uh what's called a character tree uh and the one i used uh, the character tree I used uh, 
was based, I think his name's Film Crit Hulk, uh, is like his username online. Uh, yeah, he just made this uh, system. If you Google Film Crit Hulk character sheet, uh, you can maybe I'll put a link to it in the description. But yeah, it just like goes through like the different like types of like the different aspects of a character mm-hmm. uh, and how to flesh them out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what the best way to do this is. Uh, so it, basically, it goes through from the feet to the groin, heart, throat, left cheek, right cheek, and the crown. Are the different? Yes, groin. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why. That made me laugh. Because it's funny. Because we're three teenage boys talking about groins. Talking about groins. Yeah, just three dudes. Talking about growing a couple of guys, couple of guys, just a couple of guys being. This dudes. is the description for the podcast this week. Just, oh, just a couple of guys. We're just a couple of guys. We're just a couple of guys. Talking yeah. about growing. <laughs> anyway, right. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the way it works is like each thing isn't like actually what it is. It's just like a representation of like that aspect. So it starts with the feet. Uh, uh, another thing I was thinking we could do is we could talk about uh, the character of the producer uh, mm, as yeah. we go through this character tree. Uh, and I already made one of the producer, but I think it would be fun that uh, we could do oh. together. Yeah. So it starts oh, off. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so it starts off. Uh, the producer, uh, for those who don't know, is the main antagonist of the f- short series, I guess, that we made, uh, Too Fat to Xander. Uh, and he's, I guess you'll learn more about him as we go through this. Uh, So we start with the feet and what the feet are is like the physical facts and characteristics that you know about this character. Like who are they? Like, what do they wear? Like just that like baseline stuff. Uh, So what do you think with the producer? It's like that kind of information, that upfront information. So he's about six one. (laughs) One one seventy, <laughs> brown hair. I was thinking more like job <laughs> description, but that was yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's good. Uh, Having the physical care, uh, yeah. appearance is very important for the character. Um, is always dressed nicely, mm-hmm. well dressed. Yes, yeah. He, he cares yeah. about his appearance. Yes, yeah. yeah. I did talk about that a little bit in mine. Yeah, he always wears his suit and his sunglasses, no matter what's going on. Yes, yeah. Still got uh, yeah. my sunglasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Also, uh, another important thing is like his history and like what his backstory is. Mm-hmm. Uh, his backstory, I guess, that'd be he was a producer on mm-hmm. Fat Xander's documentary yeah. from the first yeah. Fat Xander ever created. Yes. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> I also put he's basically a mercenary who's like this, yeah. who's been like disguised as a producer in order to hunt all these yeah. gods known as fats or different gods of music mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we'll and so he's been about. he's been hunting he's been hunting these guys down for i'd say i'd say he'd been doing it for a couple of years yeah i'd say like a long time yeah, yeah a long time like i don't i don't really see the producer as like entirely human <laughs> like honestly yeah i don't i don't either I yeah just, like like he, he like, definitely like has, person. yeah. He definitely he's not a god, but he's like somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. He's like some kind of like superhuman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So those those are all the physical characteristics. That's the feet of the producer. Now we get to the haha groin of him. 
and this is this is like his wants this are his innate desires and like uh like seven deadly sins like kind of stuff like how that manifests Um, well i think it depends on power it depends on when you like because like it's changed through Mm -hmm. the series Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like no matter what he still has like this innate desire for power yeah 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 like no, like he has a change of heart, like to his ethics. Mm-hmm. But he still has that. He's he like, still has I that want. desire for power. Yeah. He's like, I yeah. want to be powerful. Like, yeah. but yeah. he also wants to like help the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in his own yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. He, but he wants to do it in his own. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of way. He's first, like, he, at first, he's like, I need to get very powerful in order to do this. Yeah. But now he's kind of changing it to like, I can help Z- Fat Xander make the world better. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I also put uh, that he really wants like a formality to everything. <laughs> like he has, like <laughs> yeah. that's one of his innate like things that he wants. He thinks everything should be cut and dry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what the groin is. It's like super like primal, instinctive kind of reactions to things. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the other things I put down was uh, that he's really he he can get jealous of other people's powers and like that's his envy like kind of mm-hmm. personified, because uh, like he's jealous of like all the gods' power and then like he's jealous of like Fat he's still like a little bit jealous of like Fat Xander becoming the patron god of rap at the end I feel yeah, like he's well, had a change of heart but like still mm-hmm. he still wishes yeah. that it was him. still a little bit of that yeah. To go from having that motive to like totally changing your ethics, like there's mm-hmm. still there's definitely still yeah, some yeah. like these these kind of things like they're gonna be there like no matter what he can kind of like suppress them but they're gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also another thing I put is that he really wants to be something uh, greater than himself. Like has this innate drive to just like reach towards whatever's like on the horizon and not like what's there. Like that's always kind of like pushing him forward yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. He's got big goals. He's yes. Big goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For better or worse, he has really big yes. goals and yeah. aspirations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the groin. Just their desires, their wants, like that kind of stuff. Uh, so next is the heart, and the heart is uh, what this character needs. Like, what is going to make them a better? What is going to make them a more fulfilled person? And like a better person, and this is like we're getting like really deep into like the motivation of them. This is like stuff they don't even realize about themselves, but you as the writer need to understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this needs. Um, yeah. What well, is the yeah. what is the producer? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So at this point, kind of like what Harley said is like helping out Fat Xander, mm-hmm. and, and like. I feel like he needs closure when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Cause like, obviously the goal was different at first, but now trying to help that Xander has changed. But overall, like I, he like needs to be fulfilled in that mm-hmm. aspect of like mm-hmm. accomplishing his goals of making the world better. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I also put that he like, when I was thinking of it, I was like, his morals have kind of changed, but I feel like his, the thing he's searching for is still pretty much the same. He's just yeah. looking at it like differently. So I was trying to think, I was like, what's that? Uh, so what I came up with, I feel like he needs a sense of direction and purpose is what he really needs in his life. Yeah. To make him like whole. 
Because like he does um, like um, the way I manifested that in writing the script for Silhouette of Fat Xander story was so Fat Xander is gone and he doesn't know where he is and like he doesn't think he wants to be fine but he's still like searching for him mm-hmm. but he really doesn't he doesn't really know why he needs to find Fat Xander he just yeah. he's like I need Fat Xander he's like I need some direction and purpose like yeah I know yeah but he yeah, doesn't he realize does. that himself he's just like yeah. I need to find Fat Xander. Yeah, um, he doesn't yeah. understand like what his purpose is at this mm-hmm. point in time. Yeah, yeah. So, so he needs that. Uh, the other thing I put uh, that made a lot of sense to me, especially with uh, the new friendship with the interviewer that I was going to introduce more. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like deep down he really needs more personal connections too. Like I would agree. With yeah, that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I feel because, like because he's so ambitious, like. Mm-hmm it helps to have like advisors or friends Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. people in your life. Yeah. And that is something he definitely doesn't realize about himself. (laughs) Yeah. But like fads, like him growing closer with fat Xander, like that was the first person he like really grew close with. It's like, I feel like he needs, he needs the acknowledgement that he is doing good. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, he's like finding that more in the interviewer now. Who's Mm -hmm. like kind of like nonchalantly helping him. Uh, yeah, so that's the heart. The heart is what what do they realize or don't realize that they need to like grow and be fulfilled. Yeah, uh, and then we come to the throat, which is more with a uh, superficial stuff, but it's how how they present themselves, like with how they speak or how they act or dress or like stand and stuff. Uh, I feel like he wants people to think that he's very well put together and he has mm. a lot, he has pretty much everything figured out. Yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah. He loves to keep it very professional. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Very stoic too. Yeah. I was going to say he's stoic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like he, he's, like, wants ma- to, he's, he wants to like keep his distance from others. Mm. Yeah, he's a man of few words. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, yeah, he has good posture too. Like he likes to like keep it. He wants people yeah, he to see him. Yeah, he wants to see him as, as like mm-hmm. people to see him as like this high up like kind of figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, I also yeah. put that I don't think he realizes it, but he's very condescending to people that he sees as beneath him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel yeah. Well, and that, he kind of like, he, that kind of ties he, back to how he thinks he's like the, almost like a superhuman kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. He likes to like show off like a sense of power around him mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. draws back to like his his want for power definitely definitely uh yeah so that's the throat i need to pull up the documents real quick to remind myself what the different cheeks are awesome <laughs> can you guys hear <laughs> a lot more lawnmower outside yeah this is great uh, okay so we then have the left cheek uh, so basically left cheek, right cheek is basically left brain, right brain. Like if you mm. think about it. Uh, so it's their methodology is basically the, le- the left cheek, uh, their intelligence, uh, their practicality, or like how are they going to, if there is a problem in front of them, how are they going to solve it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I love this. This is like, this is, this yeah. is really hard. Yeah. This is interesting because like, He's off. He obviously like plans, but mm-hmm. like yeah. it doesn't seem like he plans very far ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
like yeah, he's he sets, very he sets like four steps down and is like all right mm-hmm. i'll figure it out yeah. yeah yeah i feel like he's a very smart person and very rational like yeah, yeah. That would like he'll get a lawnmower <laughs> he'll go through a problem very depend he'll try and go through it slowly mm-hmm. and figure it out like you said very rationally yeah and figure out he's he's a very logical person he yeah. definitely does his research before heading into something like yes, definitely you know, definitely definitely has the background on things yeah. uh the other thing i think like it didn't really manifest a lot in too fat too xander i feel but I feel like just the way that he sees everything, I feel like he's kind of the type of person who wouldn't like see or understand like an obvious solution to something. Like he's going to like, he's not going to like look in and be like, Oh, this is super simple. Like he's like, Oh, you can easily do this. He's like, no, he's like, you need to do like this, like super complicated plan <laughs> yeah. in order to solve this. I d- yeah. And like then someone else would be like, no, you just do this one thing. He's like, no, <laughs> No, yeah. and then he like offers like a huge explanation of why yeah. that wouldn't work. Even yeah, yeah. Though he's, yeah, even though it definitely would. Mm-hmm. He definitely. I feel like he when he's if you like put something in front of him and you're like work this out, he's like okay, I'm gonna like completely go around and like yeah. overcomplicate it, but still come to like a smart, rational answer, mm-hmm. which is overcomplicate yeah. everything. Yeah, because that's the way he he wants to like seem more powerful and smart than he mm-hmm. is like he needs that direction yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so i'm glad you guys came to that same realization i did yeah which is i don't know think cause this is not anything i would just sit down and think about like on my own working out like no. a character <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. doing this kind of character work is so interesting like we talked like a little bit about this in my acting class too like thinking way too in-depth about a character than you really need to, but that gives you such a good in-depth look at their psychology. Mm-hmm. And it really yeah. makes you, you can like plan for anything. And it helps make uh, writing dialogue so much easier too. Uh, well, I, I think the thing that people need to realize is like, it's not them. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like... Yeah, yeah. Like, it really, really puts you into the character's mindset. Mm-hmm. Instead of and- you kind of making the decisions slightly off of your opinion. Yeah. Instead of the character. Totally. I think I actually unintentionally did this like character tree when I was writing my notes for Twisted Wolf. Did you really? I think I definitely I definitely did. Like <laughs> oh, did he freeze uh, or is he Did shot? he freeze? He froze. Harley is gone for a second. <laughs> wow. Great. Well, that's, wow. that's until Harley returns. That is the left cheek. Uh, that's the methodology. And like, if they have a problem, how are they going to solve it? Uh, oh, oh, there he is. Back. There he is. He's back. <laughs> I think he's good. Okay. So opposite of the left cheek is the right cheek, which is more like the right brain. Uh, and that's more of looking at what the character's ethics and their soul are. Uh, so basically, like, what is their, like, what are they unpractical about? Like, how do they think about, like, art or, like, their ideals or their spirituality? Like, yeah. Kind of what well, they Well, as we said, like, his ethics have changed. But I think overall, like, he has, like, his end goal, like, he has good intentions. 
Mm-hmm. But to get there, it's like willing to do, willing to get that done at any cost. Mm-hmm. So like it's good and bad. Like yeah. deep down, I guess you could say he has like a good soul. Mm-hmm. But like his path to get there is not, it's not always pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I don't know. Absolutely. His ethics are kind of like in weird places. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's definitely like, he's the, he's reworking his ethics like as we're seeing him so yeah. it's like it's it's hard to work out. it's a hard to pinpoint yeah um, the main things i came up with like that kind of stuff were uh that he cares a lot about presentation like that yeah. is something he is very adamant about is like making sure everything looks good and sounds good and like everything's sound and Reasonable. Yeah, he's 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 a perfectionist for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, is Harley just <laughs> Harley's Harley's struggling? Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like this character tree thing, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's it good. is very very helpful. Uh, okay, I when, think I got it. Fixed. Are you good? Are you good now? Okay, <laughs> the right. hot spot fell off where I put it and. <laughs> broke open and so I had to put it back oh, together. No. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I, I am fixed now. I am leaving all of that in. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did, okay, I I heard like a little bit of the snippets of you guys going into like the producer mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. such. And like I was I was just about to go into like how I was doing the same thing with all my characters. Yeah, no, I want I want to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was really I was reaching over to find my notes. And then you knocked um, the Wi-Fi around. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I knocked it off. Because, like, I did this whole thing because I did it with Lane and Seth and his dad. I didn't do it with Jackie because I kind of threw her in later, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad about. But I definitely, I know I, I did it with Lane and Seth, and I went totally in depth on, like, uh, I didn't go into how they look, but I went into, like, what they are interested in and what they want and all that. Yeah, that that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the character work I wish I would have done before No One's Alone at the end of time. Yeah, I just realized that I barely scratched the surface on this mm-hmm. character tree thing for my character yeah, for all my people. It can get really in depth, but like it, you won't use all, like you you're not guaranteed to use all of it, but it is yeah. so helpful for like getting in the mindset of like writing that character. Yeah. Because with dialogue, the main thing, because one of the ideas I want to do this week was dialogue. So I'm just going to touch on it a little bit. Uh, one of the great things to do with dialogue is a realistic conversation doesn't really have a point. So when you're writing, you can't make it not have a point because it needs to have a point. There needs to be a point, a reason for why you're, cause you, so you can't make like a true realistic conversation. So the way you get around that is by having little misunderstandings in the conversation and really thinking about how like the character hears this line how do they react yeah like i'm like okay so the producer hears the interview say this one joke like he's not gonna just like quip back at him he's gonna be like i don't understand this like so you really need to get into the the mindset of like when you're writing dialogue writing like not like a back and forth but kind of like a 
like a hearing and understanding. Yeah. Like the character processes these words and then yeah. responds. Yeah. Like how is like, the how is the character processing what they just heard? Yeah. And how are they choosing to hear it? It's 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 a lot more reaction based. Yeah, reaction based. Yeah, that's it's yeah, yeah. reaction back and forth. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Uh, and one of the best ways to get into being able to understand how your character would react to those words is by doing this kind of character work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's me on my soapbox about doing this kind of character work. <laughs> we can uh, go deeper into dialogue next week. We can. Yeah. No oh, teaser. Okay. Ooh. But let's, that let's wrap smooth. up. Yeah, that was smooth, but we can wrap up this character sheet quick. Uh, so yeah, the right cheek is their ethics, uh, their morality, uh, spirituality too a little bit, which I put uh, that the producer is probably not spiritual at all because he kills yeah. gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally God kills gods. It. Yeah, so I literally, I don't, I could not see him being. Well, that could mean that he's spiritual, but he just like hates it. Like he just like, like Ooh. he definitely is well informed he, about it. That's interesting. He just, like, like he was yeah. like, he he's well believe, informed. He, he believes in these gods and he's obviously researched them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, something went wrong that's with inter- how he interacted with them. That's an interesting yeah. take. To lead to this yeah. just deep desire for their power and his hatred for them hmm. that slowly developed yeah. into... Yeah, because he is... I feel like spirituality is definitely like a thing for like a person in need of like a direction or purpose. Yes. So huh, being spiritual does kind of yeah. fall it into works. his needs. So I guess yeah. he is kind of spiritual. He's spiritual in his own way. Yeah. Yeah. In a very special kind yeah. of way. Like I like not that. In traditional sense. Cause like he obviously had some sort of respect for these, like mm-hmm. for these gods before, like he decided to hunt them down and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows that they're powerful and he knows yeah. that he needs to be powerful in order to take them down. Damn. And now he's changed with his uh, desire to find Fat Xander. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You guys are getting more in-depth in this than I did. <laughs> this is why it's good to talk about this kind of thing with people and not just sit alone in your basement like I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, so the final aspect of the character tree is the crown. Uh, and what the crown is is basically just a summation of this character's psychology uh, and the way whenever I was watching stuff about it, the way they put it was like, what is the archetype that this character basically falls under that you can just think about it simply, but does do a good job of explaining it. Uh, so I'm a, I'm, I want to hear what you guys think. Like what is like a type of like, if you could sum up the producer in like a few words, what would it be like a sentence? Um, well, one word, would definitely be ambitious. Mm. Um, misguided sense of justice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's, and like, like he is, he, he's very misguided in his uh, pursuit of his goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he will do anything to reach those goals. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, the one I came up with was a, Stoic businessman searching for something but never finding it. Good. That was like I feel yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why, but when you said archetypes, I was like lawful evil. 
I mean, that works too. <laughs> basically, is lawful evil. I'd say he's lawful evil transitioning yeah, lawful. to like he's like lawful neutral. I feel like at this point. Yeah, yeah. at this point, I'd say yeah. Because oh, he has, he definitely has like a strict code that mm-hmm. he follows definitely. with everything yeah. that he does. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, does not. Besides, besides murder, of course, he doesn't break laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Producers, no, that's no. Think it. Producer is lawful neutral. He is, yeah. And then, uh, I'd. Say, what would the interviewer be? <laughs> chaotic good. <laughs> chaotic. I can see yeah. chaotic good. Yeah, that's, that's he seems idea. like just a goofy, just mm-hmm. a goofy idiot, and it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, that's he, making the character tree for him was very fun. Yeah, he yeah. seems like just like a nice goofy guy. He well, doesn't yeah. like. He like did see, you know, like not, he he follow yeah. he doesn't follow the interviewer as a sense of responsibility, more of a sense of friendship. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly that's, the what I got to with him. Yeah, uh, the, then, the thing, the highlights from his uh, character tree that I want to put uh, over the crown that I put for the interviewer overall was uh, he's an unmotivated sidekick who's driven by the hero and sees what they don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the basic things, uh, my favorite things was, I feel like with uh, the left cheek, with like his uh, logic and rationale, uh, I feel like he definitely sees the easiest solution because he doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he's always going to look for the simple answer. When, what, on the other hand, the producer looks for the overcomplicated answer. Yeah, the producer's the, the so interviewer's awesome. like, no. <laughs> it's like, we're we good. can just do this and then we're done. Yeah. We're giving like a real in-depth description of this character that they haven't met yet. That's true. But, That's true. I mean, people don't yeah, really get, know. It'll get. This is going to give people something to look forward to. Exactly. Because yeah, Harley and I, Harley and I, don't know the interviewer super well. No, no. Because we only had him in I Am Fab Xander, but the whole joke was that he was just reading a script. I was just uh, reading a script because I was. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah, the the basic thing, I I definitely put. For, the things I took from I Am Fat Xander with that was that he loves the written, he loves like the art of language. Like, and that's why he's an interviewer. Yeah, like, that's the one thing that he's like, oh, I love this. So, like, yeah, I like, think I, I put a throwaway line. Scripts. And... Yeah, I put a throwaway line that he wants to watch some Tarantino movies when they get back in the new one. <laughs> I was like, so that, that goes. Uh, oh, but yeah, he just. <laughs> Uh, but the other Just thing I put, fun guy. yeah, that he's also he's pretty like lazy if he has the option to be like mm-hmm. uh, when uh because there's a little part in I am Fat Xander when Aaron's re- when you're reading a little bit of it and you're like, are you sure that's what it is? Like, is that really <laughs> yeah. what it is? And then Z- Fat Xander's like, just read the script. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, definitely, he, could, like, he could fix it, but he's like, eh. yeah, he's like, I don't know what. yeah, yeah. He yeah. just like he just doesn't care. Like, I definitely want, but he, like he cares about his friends and he wants mm-hmm. to like go along with like whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. He's uh, extremely he's devoted very, to his friends. Yeah, but he's very unmotivated. But he yeah. cares about the producer and like wants to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the basic things that I got with the interviewer. But I, the only reason I got to that, because I would have just wrote the interviewer as just like a goofy guy. Mm-hmm. But then I did this character work and I was like, he's actually an unmotivated person who cares deeply about his friends and also about yeah. conversations. <laughs> and he's going to look for the easy way out of anything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
So yeah, that's yeah. That was my forty-minute-ish uh, high soapbox about <laughs> do your character, <laughs> character development. development. Yeah, beforehand. Yes. Don't don't learn from me. Don't don't write like a hundred pages of nonsense and then do your character <laughs> development. It definitely makes writing for the characters. I think it makes it way more fun if yeah. you develop them beforehand. Because like, so you because like you already know how they're going to act mm-hmm. and it's just super fun to like play with the other characters yeah. with <laughs> with how if, you're writing it. Yeah, if you have that character development and you know these characters, it basically feels like you're being a dungeon master. Yeah. Like and in it's Dungeons really, and Dragons. That's a good way to put it. It, it yeah. was really fun with uh with uh Seth and Lane because like uh seth is like this cocky just Mm -hmm. he's just he's a goofy guy but he's also really cocky and funny yeah Yeah. and so like he's he's just like a chad and it's really Mm -hmm. funny (laughs) because like playing that against uh lane who is like very sheltered and he really isn't into like social interaction Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. he's uh he's very much an introvert and he just Mm -hmm. doesn't like he he's very quiet and so the interaction between them is just hilarious every time because lane is always trying to get out of the conversation Mm -hmm. but uh seth is always like oh bro you're not going anywhere we're gonna we're gonna talk about this that's great like (laughs) because like with his interaction with jackie Seth is already like dude you gotta tell me about this this is gonna be so Mm -hmm. much fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because Seth is yeah. definitely like shipping him and Jackie. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's it's really funny to like yeah. play with that. Yeah, understanding character is the best way to like lead to interesting character moments in a story. Mm-hmm. Like I still have a lot of work to do with that in my novel. And we all do, but that is the point of this podcast. Develop yeah. your characters. Yeah. It'll make it more yes. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do what yeah. I did. And on that note, <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we love so you. excited. I do every single one of you. I would give you a little kiss if I could, but I can't because it's a microphone, not a just make lip. a just make a switching noise. <laughs> just yeah. And there's oh, my there's perfect. my kiss, dude. Oh, yeah, perfect, dude. Yeah. This is ASMR. Right this here. is a, yeah. Some thank you all so much. For oh God! <laughs> stop. Never mind. Stop. <laughs> Okay, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you have any suggestions on what you want us to talk about and cover on this podcast, uh, reach out to us on social media or if you have any comments about it. Uh, talk to us. Talk to us online. Figure out some way to do it. Uh, all of our ads for Instagram and Twitter yeah. are in the descriptions of every single episode. We would appreciate a follow or a comment or just like hitting us up, letting us know you what, what you think. Uh, because you're listening to this podcast and if you are, that means you found it somewhere, which means great job. But if you're interested in other options, of course, we are available on Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah, so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us everywhere. Very, very helpful. Another thing you can do is the video version of this podcast goes up on YouTube at the exact same time as every single other one, which is awesome. Yeah. So you can you check can that out. all of our beautiful faces. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see Harley when he uh, 
when you freaked out and froze for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, freak out. That <laughs> scared me. When you froze and for five minutes, you can see yeah, his lack of movement. Yeah, you can see disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll get some context besides just me and Aaron talking. Uh, but look us up. Uh, our YouTube channel is Lettuce Rock Productions. We are going to be making short films. All the like projects we'll be working on will go up on that channel. Uh, and also the video version of this subscribing there is probably the best way to support us let us know what you think about the other things we have made uh, that would be great uh, again that's lettuce rock productions uh, like the salad lettuce and then rock and like the rock, granite like yeah. Yeah. like granite or i don't know like sandstone yeah, that word, yeah some and productions like productions yeah, like, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne the rock johnson productions wow. like, in, like the studio <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst okay. bit. This is the worst bit. So this is this is a weekly show. Tune in next week, Monday yes. at noon, every single week for another episode. We'll be discussing dialogue. We will. Yeah, yeah we actually yes. have a plan this week. It's amazing. We we're gonna for, we're great. gonna forget about it, <laughs> and it's gonna be something completely different. <laughs> but well, well anyways, take us away. Yeah. thank you all so much once again for letting us give you a piece of our minds. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye.